This is ESPN Radio. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning for you. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPNU and ESPN2, presented by Progressive Insurance. Yeah, we're going to get to the three quarterbacks that are going to be opening day starters as rookies. C.J. Stroud in Houston, Bryce Young in Carolina, and Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis, who says he was shocked when he found out that news. People keep weighing in real quick on Twitter about naming the new dog in the Fitzsimmons household. The leaders in the clubhouse, after his wife, Kitty, Catherine, but Kitty, that's the nickname that he has for her, found a dog when she was walking one of their other dogs by the ravine, not too far from the house, was able to save this dog. Now, somebody pointed out, Ian, on X, at Coleman ESPN, and at Ian Fitz ESPN, Chadwick wants to know this answer. Are we sure your wife didn't find a coyote den and steal a mother's cub? Great question. (laughs) It's a 10-day-old pup. Right. I mean, it fits in the palm of your hand. And we actually, I mean, I posed that question to my wife uh-huh. after or before the pup went to the vet, which, okay, yeah, now we got vet bills. We That's got it. puppy formula. Remember I mean, the family. Here we go. Right, just add another four-legged in here. Come on now. Yeah. We're going, instead of two wide, we're going three wide. Let's get it. Hey, like Talladega. <laughs> now, come on. So I looked at I looked at her and went, are we sure that this is a, a puppy? That's how tiny this thing is. Right. Is it a guinea pig? Could it be like, you know, some kind of a critter? No, it's border collie something or other, the vet okay. said. But, yeah, I mean, and then Costello putting the picture of my wife on TV, feeding this 10-day-old little bitty Nick unit puppy right. out of a bottle. I mean, one, that was that, that, that was sent to you and Costello yes. off air. Mm-hmm. This Nimrod sends it to TV. Now it's on national television. Name and calling. then my brother. <laughs> Wait a minute, name calling. Oh, yeah. My brother, who's about to go to coaches' meetings. Hold on a second. Yeah. We're gonna stay, we're gonna take time out of his day coaching the Carolina Panthers. And he screenshots <laughs> my wife <laughs> beating this Nick unit pup. Uh-huh. To the family thread. Now, see, that's breaking the code like Pat that's, said. I mean, that's, that's a violation breaking. of that's something. Worse, that's worse than what I did. Completely. Without question. No because doubt. there's no shot Your brother that literally... my wife is watching this program this morning after being up at 1.30 and 4.30 right. to feed the newborn. Yeah, until but that thread hits her. It's over now. Now, I mean, I, I guarantee you <laughs> there's yard work. I'll be scrubbing toilets. I mean, if I want to stay in this family, <laughs> I can't even begin to describe what it's like, going to take for me not to be the next stray out on the street. Right. You're, you're going to be the one that's up at 1.30 and 4.30 oh, now. Yeah. And, and it's dogs. your fault because you're the one that <laughs> sent the picture to put it on television. Yeah, it's your brother's fault. I'm about to say, your you brother kind right of... Under the action, yeah, yeah, reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your brother kind of took Pat off the hook here. Seriously. I mean, it's one thing if Pat does it because... Phone you know, lines are open. Who do we blame? Oh, I'm, I'm blaming... <laughs> well, I'm blaming Pat. I want to send your brother's Thank good you. side. I'm blaming Pat on this one. I'm, I'm staying you. on Fitzy's good side as far as that goes. So plus, he's bigger than Frank Reich, fire him. He should be working <laughs> no, right now. Don't put that out there. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> Paul Ripper says, Ziva should be the puppy's name. I brought that up, shot down. Why? But again, I'm contributing to this. That's another uh, part. Oh, yeah. If I'm, I, I find yeah. myself becoming involved and invested, which yeah. means that this, this, this pup, this rescue is not going anywhere. Uh-huh. I mean, it's done. Yeah. Charles says, gunny sergeants are tough SOBs. This pup has already proven to be a tough SOB by surviving like under a lot. Pup has to be named Gunny. That's going to Charles R. Like yeah. I like that. Right now, Ducky's leading the clubhouse. What I don't should, like Costello. Uh, yeah, well, we're not naming a Costello. We know that. We're not even going anywhere near that. So what should Ian name the puppy, the new one in the household that's only 10 days old that his wife rescued? 
Gunny, Abby, or Ducky, your selections. Let us know at triple eight. Say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. I'll keep hitting us up on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at Ian Fitz ESPN. Right now, Ducky's leading, but now Gunny's closed the gap a little bit. Gunny at one point was third. Now Gunny is second. Abby is third, but Ducky's still leading the clubhouse. But Gunny is coming on strong when it comes to that. Speaking of coming on strong, you got three rookies, Ian Fitzsimmons, that are going to be opening day starters. Can't remember recent memory how that has happened where they just said, you know what, we're not waiting. Bryce Young, QB1 Carolina, you're going to be there week one. Anthony Richardson, QB1 for the Indianapolis Colts, you're going to be there week one. C.J. Stroud, QB1 for Houston Texans, opening day. Check out Anthony Richardson's reaction when he found out yesterday that he was going to be the opening day starter for the Indianapolis Colts. Honestly, I was shocked. I've been grinding and putting in work just to, you know, get the title. But, you no, know, it's not really all about a title. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I'm ready for the team. You know, despite, you know, being labeled as QB1, you know, I still got other guys in the room helping me, you know, get to that standard. So I'm forever thankful for them. You know, I appreciate them, and I'm glad. You know, I did get the nod, and, you know, I do have the, the trust in, the, in everybody in the building to think that I am QB1. Ian, I'll throw this at you. Is there a right or wrong as simplistic as that when it comes to these decisions being made by the Colts, the Texans, and the Panthers? Uh, No, and Freddie, that's a great way to put it because I think each individual situation is a bit different. Mm -hmm. You know, look, Anthony Richardson, you can make the case because he only started 13 games at Florida, that's why you should put him in right away to get him more experience. And in those 13 games, I've said this a million times, and I think it's very fair, that you take his top 15 plays, he looks like he belongs in Canton. You take his worst worst 15 plays, he looks like he shouldn't be playing high school football. Right. But that's the remarkable ability this guy has, and that you see the upside. So would I have started him right away? I, I probably would have let him see the, the speed of the game at first but for a couple of games. You play Gardner Minshew and then throw him in there. But I don't have a big problem at all with saying, you know, Coach Steichen going, he needs the burn. He needs to be out there. Hell with it. Throw him out there, and, and let's see what he's got. We've seen both sides. Steve McNair sat you know, before right. you know, having a remarkable career with the Tennessee Titans. And then we saw stay with the Colts. Peyton Manning yeah. set a rookie INT record on a three-win team being thrown in there. And he had a lot more action, obviously, playing at Tennessee than, than you know, AR did. So I can see both ways. We, we, we've seen it through the, through the history of the National Football League with the most important position in sports. I don't have a problem with him going out there, but I probably would have let him sit for a couple of games. When you mentioned Peyton Manning, I'll never forget when Eli Manning, my first year here at ESPN Radio, Eli Manning's about to start for the New York Giants, and they had Kurt Warner in front of him. So mm-hmm. it was going to take a little bit. They weren't going to rush him, and he finally got a chance to start. I'll never forget we had Archie Manning, the papa of Peyton and Eli, right before Eli started that game for the Giants. And I'll never get asking the question, Ian. I said, what was the one thing that Peyton told you or asked you a question, said something his rookie season that you said to yourself, yep, welcome to the NFL. He said, by week three, I go to my son. Hey, son, how's everything going? He said, Dad, nobody is open. <laughs> Chuck Wilson right. and I fell out yeah. laughing when he said that because he said, but if he had to learn on the fly, and he said, yep, uh, that's the NFL, welcome to the NFL. But he also said that really served the purpose for him because he got thrown out there and he had to figure out exactly, okay, what can I do, what can I not do, what throws can I make, what those can I not make? So we're talking back that Eli Manning had a chance to learn that but not be thrown into the fire right away. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes. If there was not an Alex Smith in front of him in Kansas City, he probably starts a lot earlier instead no of the final game of the regular season. So to back up your point, every situation is not the same. That's why there's no right or wrong. You have to really say to yourself, you're a coach, whether you're the coach of the Colts, the coach of the Texans, the coach of the Panthers. 
is this guy ready? And even if he's going to learn by trial by fire, we can deal with that. That's where quarterbacking is now more than ever before, not just in the NFL, but in college football and high school football. These quarterbacks are more advanced than Eli Manning when he got to the NFL, than when Peyton Manning when he got to the NFL because they played so much football and been around so many quarterback camps. The learning curve is not going to be as strenuous as it would be in previous years for a guy like a Peyton Manning, for Eli Manning compared to a Bryce Young, a C.J. Stroud, and an Anthony Richardson in 2023. The, the only downside that I can see is if you, you ruin a guy. See David Carr with the Houston Texans. Now, that, that squad, I mean, C.J. Stroud's walking into a, into a situation where it's one million times better than what David Carr had coming yes, into the no Houston question. Texans yeah. as one of the top picks in the draft. And, and he was ruined because he got the hell beat out of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I still think, Freddie, I'm going off the top of my head, but I still think he has been sacked more in one season than any other quarterback in the history of the game since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970. He got the hell beaten out of him, and he was never the same quarterback again after his rookie campaign because, to your point, nobody was open because he was right. lying on his back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. he's looking straight up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't ruin a guy if you play him in a situation like that. But I don't think the Texans are – I think they're a much, much better team, for lack of a better term, than what Carr walked into. C.J. Stroud's got more guys around him. I mean, are they a 7-8 win team? No. But right. are they going to be over? No. no. You know, and, and he's a heck of a quarterback. Bryce Young is walking into a much better situation. You're not going to ruin these guys, and I don't think you're going to ruin Richardson throwing him out there behind Kelly and Quentin Nelson mm-hmm. and that offensive line. The biggest asset that Richardson could have in Indy is if Jonathan Taylor and the Colts yes. get all of that worked out. Whatever yeah. the heck is going on as far as bitterness between JT, the organization, his contract, injuries, whatever, if they get that figured out, that is the biggest get for AR coming into his rookie campaign. The one thing that Bryce Young in Carolina, Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis, and C.J. Stroud in Houston don't have to worry about compared to Derek Carr, at least it's not an expansion franchise yeah. that they're starting with with day one, like David Carr had to deal with. It's one thing to be the starting quarterback as a rookie, but the first ever game you play and you're the face of that franchise, I can't even imagine what that had to have been like that Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, and C.J. Stroud will not have to deal with. Yeah, there's going to be – it's going to be wonderful to see how this is going to play out in terms of good and bad, right and wrong, whatever it's going to be. But at least those three guys, Ian, they don't have to have the pressure of carrying a franchise on your shoulders like David Carr had to deal with, and he paid for it physically and mentally. He's been openly talking about that, saying, yeah. you know what – I knew what I got myself into until I was in the middle of it. Then I did not realize exactly what I had gotten myself into being the face of this franchise in Houston. No doubt. So throw them in there, see what happens. That's yeah. exactly what's going to happen with Indy. It's going to happen with Bryce Young in, in Carolina. And, I, and I'm anticipating C.J. Stroud in Houston. Real quick, who do you think has the most success in year one? I think year Bryce year Young, just because you know you got you know Ike Aquanu at left tackle, who, who's no longer a rookie. I, I think he's going to be absolutely outstanding on that side. Bozeman yeah. is a solid center. Bradley Bozeman out of Alabama coming over from Baltimore last season. And that defense, they've got leaders at every single level. They do. Uh, so I, I think Bryce Young and the division, the division is wide open. Yeah. So I think Bryce is set up for an earlier shot at more success than the other ones. Yeah, eight, nine wins could be a runaway in the yeah. NFC South. It's not the South, Might S-O-U-T-H, it. it's S-O-U-F. When you're going to be that bad, you don't get an extra couple of letters. They're the NFC South, and that might win that division because that was the case last year 
with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They had Tom Brady as their quarterback, and there's nobody like that in the NFC South this year. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning. Part of the little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, ESPNU, and ESPN2. We're going to get to the hot or not when it comes to the Jets being a Super Bowl contender or even getting to the Super Bowl. What? Exactly. That's how the Ian has this from Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop on by. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. This is ESPN Radio. Anytime we give a little hot news or not news, we always bring in the beauty that is Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, joining Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons, part of Freddie Fitzsimmons in the morning. She is live <laughs> from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, ESPNU, and ESPN2. First things first, before hot news or not news, what's the shoe game looking like today, Kimberly? For those who can't see, what's the shoe game looking like? I'm That's sorry, what... the Wayne Wenzer was throwing me off. Um, okay, so I'm wearing, I'm wearing the... Um, I'm wearing the true blues today, Jordan right. ones as always. Okay, because I know you. Had, I know you catching grief yesterday from wearing the green on first take. Ugh, you were catching straight from green. Oh, listen, she was, she was listen, catching straight from Harry. The, the green is killing me. The Jets are killing me. Mike Greenberg is killing me because I covered the Jets for a long time and could not wear green anywhere. Right. And now I finally was like, cool, I can rock all my green stuff. And now all we do is talk about the Jets. So now every time I wear green in studio, it looks like I'm a homer, which. Uh-huh. Ask the Jets. They know I'm not. Okay. So Just want to make sure we got yeah. that all straight out. So we're <laughs> going to do a little hot news and not Let's news. Go. Brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. We start right there, Kimberly. Aaron Rodgers says coming to the Jets has been better than expected. Is it hot news or not news? Uh, better than expected. I mean, I guess it's hot news because it's Aaron Rodgers. And the question we all had was, is he really going to be invested? And he see, forget, is he invested? He's so invested the man was so charitable. He gave back thirty-five million dollars to for the cause. Um, he's he seems like a young, exuberant, rejuvenized Aaron Rodgers. So I think that's hot news. Freddie, I, I'm with Kmart here, but mm-hmm. to a whole other degree. Anytime okay. Aaron Rodgers says anything right now, 
<laughs> it's hot news. He could belch and it'd be hot news. So, I mean, end of conversation. Now, not for nothing, Kimberly, I did not expect that reaction out of Ian Fitzsimmons <laughs> because there were times where Aaron Rodgers again, come on. I know. Give me a break. I, know, I have got you, Jets yeah. fatigue, but However, again, that dude breathes. And it's going to be hot news. Listen, I'm headed to Florham Park in like a couple hours right. for practice with the Bucks. So I okay. hear you on Jets fatigue. Okay. <laughs> There's no fatigue when it comes to Anthony Richardson. He's been named the Colts starter week one, Kimberly. Oh, is that hot news or not? That news? is that is hot, hot, hot scalding news. Um, because A, I covered them when during the draft when they drafted Richardson and he was a guy they were clearly high on but understood he needed work. The decision, this is a franchise to me. Define not just drafting him, but the decision to start him now, because it, I, I don't know. Obviously, he needs time to play, but there's also a case to be made for what's the hurry? This is about a ten year plan, right? Not just we need to to get him on the field immediately. So I'm curious to see how this works out because that kid's ceiling is super high. That, that's the only concern for me, and I agree with her. It, it is hot news because okay. I thought he was going to sip the few, first yeah. few weeks for everything Kmart just said. So they come out now and say, no, he is starting week one. You can make the case that he should sit to watch the speed of the game to not ruin him early on. And then you can make the case he's only played in 13 games. He needs as much run as possible. So to me, I'm with I'm with Kimberly here. This is hot news. Yeah, and no doubt about it. They're figuring, look, he's going to learn on the fly anyway. He's going to be our guy. Let's make that sooner than later. Speaking of week one starters, when it comes to rookie quarterbacks, Kimberly, Bryce Young named Panthers starter for week one. Hot news or not news? So that was not news to me because I expected it as the number one pick. Um, I think once Carolina made the decision we're going with Bryce Young, I you know, I said, okay, that's their guy. He'll be the starter. But again, uh, he hmm. he's so good, but but you know there's going to be a rookie learning curve and all that that they've got to deal with. So don't judge him too harshly when the season starts. Freddie, the moment he was drafted number one overall, we all expected him yeah. to be the opening day starter. To me, this right. is not news. A little hot news, not news. NFL style with Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter. Hit her on Twitter at by Kimberly A. Joining Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons this morning on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, and also ESPN Two. Kimberly, the Chicago Bears. Have the worst odds to win the NFC North. Is that hot news or not mm, news? Is it hot? Uh, you I, know, apparently, it's no news to you based on that reaction. Because you know, I, I think the Bears are a year away, right? Like, I think this is the offense is better. They've upgraded the roster a little bit. But Justin Fields, I'm very high on Justin Fields. But this is only just this is second year in the same system. He hasn't had that benefit since college. So I think the Bears are still a year away. I do find it interesting from the standpoint of Jordan Love hasn't really played and and the odds are higher for the Packers. But uh, tepid news, can I say? Sure. (laughs) Hot news, not news, tepid news. Sure. It's high news, sure. Why not? Room temp, I guess. (laughs) It's 71 degrees. We get it. This This is not news to me just because it is a wide open division. You know, you've got Minnesota coming off a 13 win campaign last year. Yeah. And obviously a disappointing playoff loss to the Giants. Detroit is the chic pick to win the division. And then I, I think Green Bay, as I mentioned earlier, is going to be better than a lot of people think. So to me, this is not news that, that you know, Chicago has one of the 
worst odds, if not the worst odds, to to survive and advance out of that division. Okay. Micah Parsons had to leave Cowboys practice yesterday with a leg injury, Kimberly. Is this hot news or not news? It's hot news. As Ian said with Aaron Rodgers, anything Aaron Rodgers says is hot news. Um, with Micah, anything involving Micah Parsons is news, especially with an injury. Because we talk so much about the Cowboys, we know he's already a top four defensive player in the NFL, top five. Some say he's top two. So mm-hmm. um, he's just that good. You can't afford Michael Parsons to have any lingering injury when the season starts. So we'll be watching him. Scorching news. Scorching okay. For everything Fuego. she said yeah. and then some. Because yeah. he is – he can change a game in one play. That's how dynamic Micah mm-hmm. Parsons is. So he has a hangnail. That's hot news if you're a <laughs> Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah, but especially when he can he comes out that corner 100 miles an hour with a lot of attitude and speed and mm-hmm. not having that guy on, on the defense for a little bit. Uh, yeah, that is definitely scorching news. Last but not least, Kimberly A. Martin, Ian has a new puppy that his wife Here found in a ditch only 10 days old. They saved it from potential early demise. It looks like a skunk. It looks like a skunk. <gasps> Thank you. It doesn't smell like a skunk. I'm sure you're seeing the picture right now. Is that hot news or not news? <gasps> that is hot news and the best news of the day. I love it. As somebody who uh, adopted a dog in Turks and Caicos, I I love a rescue Wait, story. You went to Turks and Caicos to adopt vacation. a dog? We yeah, a few years ago. Um, really? Did so. Oh my god! Look at how t- oh, I love it. I love this. <laughs> You knew I that was going to happen. Look, I was already a distant fifth in this household. I, I'm now, I mean, it's over. I'm up the track. I'm, I'm not move, even in the game anymore. Yeah. I'm done. Nobody's going to notice that you're gone. I know. Well, just, just cook dinner, Dad. That's all we need from you. <laughs> well, right, well, Kimberly, right now, Gunny, Abby, or Ducky are the names in the clubhouse to name the puppy. Which are you choosing, Ducky, Gunny, Abby, or Ducky? Gunny. Yeah, gun, they're all they're all characters from NCIS. My my daughters love oh. NCIS. Yeah, they're all they all characters in NCIS. So Gunny, Abby, or Ducky, if you had to name the dog, what I would like it be? Ducky. <laughs> so and the daughter, the, the so ten day old Nick unit pup was found at a lake. So there you go, oh, Ducky. I like Ducky. That's it. There you go. Oh, okay. right. Wonderful. I love that, Ian. That's great. See, you make Kimberly Martin feel so much better because apparently puppies got close to her heart, mm-hmm. and that's all we need. The right? big boss lady Amanda Gifford sending me text messages yes. right now. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Dogs and children, right. ratings grabbers. I keep yes. telling people that dogs and children, <laughs> ratings grabbers. By the way, she's a great follow on Twitter at by Kimberly A. She is Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter. Always great with the hot news or not news and the puppy news. She joined Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons this morning on ESPN Radio. Kimberly, enjoy the rest of the day at Jets Camp and take care. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks, guys. Sounds good. We've gone this long and I talked about James Harden. He made the Sixers' life miserable by saying that he believes Daryl Morey is a certified liar. It's gotten even worse from that point. We'll get to that next. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. This is ESPN Radio, ESPNU, and ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. Daryl Boring is a liar. This battle has been going on largely behind the scenes all summer, really from the day that James Harden picked up his player option on this season instead of declining. James Harden is the NBA equivalent of a guy who's on the verge of his fourth marriage. And I don't think he should be blaming Maury. I think he should be blaming himself. This is not 2018. I don't think teams are clamoring for James Harden the way they were four or five years ago. So let me get this straight. If you're James Harden, you and Daryl Morey have been together in Houston and Philadelphia, and now you're about to get divorced. And you basically call the man that has helped you to make $225 million a 100% liar. Apparently, these three words, when it comes to James Harden, every day more lies means a lot to him. He is Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us here this morning on Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPNU and ESPN2 presented by Progressive Insurance. Ian, I'll cede the floor to you on this one. Lie to me for 225 <laughs> all you want. <laughs> if you're going to pay me over $200 million in two different stops combined. Every day, more lies. Keep coming with them. I'm good with it. He's not 24. He's about to be 34 at the end of this month. Uh-huh. And Daryl Morey has paid him over $225 million. But every day, more lies. So now he still wants to be a max player as he's about to turn 34, Uh not 24. Right. And whatever Daryl Morey may have said in passing or over a really nice dinner and a great steak with a a twice-baked potato, Uh maybe a little Caesar salad on the side. Okay, now you're hungry again. We'll we'll talk about a max deal, okay? And then it doesn't happen, and you're going to go to China Mm -hmm. and call the man who has paid you over $200 million in your career a liar? Mm -hmm. Uh, Look, forget that. Hey, James, listen closely. Daryl Morey should be on the Christmas card list for your family for eternity because he's paid you nearly a quarter of a billion dollars in two uh, combined in two stops. He's on the Christmas card list for matter. He's getting a gift every year because guess what? He paid for it. So <laughs> sign me up to be lied to if you if, to buy a guy who's paid me again two two five. I'm all in. I'm all about it. Every day, more lies. What's he upset about? Yeah, yeah, well, put it this way: you mentioned something to me about being in China. That how much money did his did his wine Dude, sell crazy. for? So I was just kind of you know just just doing a little research on this story, and one if, just go Google James Harden China and wine. And he was stunned, blown away. Uh-huh. China, fans in China right now. Look, they, basketball is an international game. We all no know doubt. that. No doubt. So he's over there promoting something. I can't remember what it was. But fans over there bought $10,000. Excuse me, 10,000 bottles of his wine in 10 seconds. The moment it was available, bam, 10,000 bottles. What? This from the Daily Mirror. Credible paper out of London. 
Yes. 10,000 bottles in 10 seconds. So not only is he making money but from guys like Daryl Morey paying him max deals in Houston and a heck of a lot of money in Philly, but he's also making a boatload of cash by selling vino abroad. 10,000 bottles wow. in 10 seconds. I got to try some of that wine. I may or may not have about two or three of them, Jones. I ain't going to lie. We got a sample. Yeah. How was it? Usually people say may or may not. It's like one. You went right. plural. Yeah, I mean, look, the 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 the, the packaging is cool. You know, right. I'm, I'm a supporter of all the beard lovers out there. You know, okay. beard gang. Yeah, straw. I and get the, it. The wine's pretty good. It was it solid. Is? So what, what kind of taste was it? That's what I want to know. Be the connoisseur that I know you are. I mean, it was a little sweet, you know. Right. Sounds a little weird as a diabetic, but you know, it's cool. Was uh, it like Merlot sweet or? It's like Mer- Mer- Merlot. Yeah. Merlot. It, it wasn't like Boone's Farm sweet, <laughs> no, right? No, no, no. I'm not a dry guy. So oh! Like, you know, it was a good Doing though, I, okay. I, I support the wine. <laughs> I knew that would get Ian when I said that. You just took me. Be. Yeah, exactly. I sure did. Yates, he just took me back to my freshman year of college. Oh my, my first God. freshman year. Really? Boone's Farm at Jeff Duckworth's apartment. First uh, time I ever had him. I'm like, oh, this is fine. No, it's Half not. Half a bottle in, man. Uh-uh. I'm catatonic. Half that, a bottle? I would, that stuff, you shouldn't have gotten that far. Oh, no doubt about it. You wonder why my kidneys kill me right now. I mean, that wow. stuff would drop a donkey. I mean, it is. Yeah. Oh, God. You talk about yeah. that is how me and, and Pat and people in our in our uh, era talk right. about four locals. Right, exactly. The, 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 difference, the difference was Boone's Farm may have had the worst tagline for anything. Boone's Farm, apple wine, the wine that grows on trees. And people bought it. Man, Fort Loco, I don't even know if they had big promotion, but, like, we all had them joints, and I'm pretty yeah. sure we was drinking something that's illegal. Bo- Boone's Farm had TV commercials. Oh. That's how strong they were. It was, like, two ninety nine a bottle for Boone's Farm. And they were, people were loading up on it, like Ian. Um, <laughs> Ian over there looking for water and all types oh. of liquid IVs and <laughs> stuff Man, right where now. Where was Pedialyte in 1990? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what I needed. You know, you know what Ian was? Remember the scene from Ace Ventura about Finkel and Einhorn? That was Ian. <laughs> <laughs> that was him in the bathroom. Can I just say, one of the funniest things from that whole movie is when he punches the mascot at the end. Yes. Punches him in the beak. Uh-huh. Every time I see that, I laugh for a legit Ace 10, Ventura. It's crazy. Comedy classic, as far it as is. that goes. It is. But, but, know, but, but hey, going yeah. back to Harden uh-huh. and a, a fine wine. Which is not comedy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stop, buddy. Just stop whining because you're you're not, again, 34. Uh I mean, 24. You're 34. You're not a max contract player anymore. But I think that's hard for some guys to come to grips with, especially when you've been an elite-type player, a a, a max contract-type player. But it's not there anymore. And when you're hanging – Six points in a in a in a Ugh. elimination game. Absolutely, you don't deserve a max contract. Yeah, no doubt about the Ian Fitzsimmons Freddie coming together this morning on Freddie Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Speaking of that, when it comes to James Harden and whining, according to Ramona Shelburne, ESPN NBA senior writer, when she was on NBA Today, she said, "If you thought it was bad on Monday, we called Daryl Morey a liar. It's only the beginning." Somebody said to me yesterday, this is only the beginning. This is just the beginning of what James Harden is going to do to make life very uncomfortable for the Philadelphia 76ers going into training camp. And I think the expectation with with Harden is, you know, Ben Simmons, they went through this with Ben Simmons. He didn't show up to camp. He left money on the table. That's not going to happen here with James Harden. This is going to be very uncomfortable. Ben Mm. Simmons stayed home, right? Right. Like, if you heard anything, it was was not loud. This was, with a microphone, let me repeat myself. And the phrase 
phrase I kept hearing was, this is just the beginning. Yep. And so I think the Sixers have to ask themselves, what are we prepared for? How yeah. do we handle this? Is there any way that they can get through this and, and still have a productive season? This is what happens when you allow things to get personal, B. That's what it is with James Harden. It is personal with him. And it goes to me, Ian, beyond Daryl Morey and calling him a liar and putting that out there as far as that goes. Every day, more lies. This goes beyond that. It is personal to James Harden because James Harden, in my opinion, firmly believes that he should be accorded the trappings that other guys have gotten in the NBA that have actually delivered and actually won championships. He believes he should be accorded that kind of equity based on his ability. James Harden will show up 82 games. There's no doubt about that. He doesn't yep. beg out of games. Even when I'll give him a pass with the Brooklyn Nets because on one leg, he did not leave Kevin Durant by himself, even though they lost the Milwaukee Bucks in Eastern Conference semifinals. He is going to play, but he believes that should be enough with his ability that he should get the kind of stroke that he believes he's entitled to, despite the fact he's never played in the NBA Finals as a lead guy. He was there as a guy coming off the bench, but never as a lead guy. To your point, he thinks that at 24 years of age, my best years are in front of me. James Harden, that may be the case, but nobody's going to trust that and nobody's going to want to sign up for that. But he believes that people or teams should based on the fact that he's James Harden and what he's done before. Yeah, and again, that was before. Now going forward, if you're the Sixers, now I'm what? sitting down yeah. with Joel Embiid and making sure that dude's happy. Right, and, and and this is our plan. This is what we're doing. This is why we didn't make James Harden a max deal. Uh, all that stuff. I'm running everything by Joel Embiid to make sure that dude doesn't even have a thought about trying to seek a trade and go and go play elsewhere. That dude has got to be kept happy. If you're a Philadelphia 76, especially when you have signed him to that kind of extension, comes Joel Embiid, the last thing you want is another distraction. Yep. Where you got one guy, James Harden, who's going to try to go scorch earth to get his way, you don't want that resonating with a guy that you really, really need if you're going to try to keep this quote-unquote process going to some kind of level in Philadelphia. Either way, stay tuned for another edition of Every Day More Lives. Starring James Harden. on the pallet, man, because of you. Well, by the way, speaking Woo. of that, someone hit me on Twitter, Coleman ESPN and Ian Fitz ESPN. Brian Bourne said, you can't leave out Mad Dog 2020. Oh! <laughs> no, yes, you can, Brian. Go in Wild Irish Rose, too, while oh, you're at it. Go I, ahead. I forgot, sure. Wild Irish Rose. I, I forgot about that. that junk anymore. That, that, thank God, because the word that you used, junk, that's exactly oh. what that was. Mad wow. Dog 2020, orange-flavored. Mm, that is literally Homecoming, the, there was 1987. A, wait, there was an orange-flavored Mad Dog 2020? Yep. Grape or orange, take your pick. I am sorry I know that information now. I, oh. was, I wish I didn't know then. Oh, that, that's literally hair of the dog to the 25th power <laughs> when it comes to that. Kill a small child. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't kill a small adult like you. He's the infant Simmons of Freddie Coleman this morning on Freddie Infant Simmons on ESPN Radio, ESPN U, and ESPN 2. And Rogers no longer that dude in the NFC North. But why do people keep sleeping on a team that won that division last year with 13 games known as the Minnesota Vikings? We'll get to that if you keep it here on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, ESPN2, and ESPNU. So Aaron Rodgers, normally in an offseason, someone can revitalize their image not to this level, Ian, but Aaron Rodgers has been able to do with hard knocks, the New York Jets being there, going to Broadway plays, going to Knicks games, going to Yankees games, going to Mets games. He says coming to the Jets has been better than he has could have ever expected leaving the Green Bay Packers. So he's feeling good. People in Green Bay are feeling good. They don't have this distraction anymore. So they're good about that until the season starts. Then if they start losing games, then it's going to be a longing for an Aaron Rodgers. But there's a team in that division that won that division last year by four games called the Minnesota Vikings that many people look at and say, meh, even though that many people look at Green Bay, what are they going to do? The Detroit Lions, like you mentioned, they're the chic pick to win that division, but yet nobody outside of Minnesota feeling the Vikings, a team that went 13-4 and last year and won that division and ran away with it. Yeah, and full disclaimer, Freddie, after watching Peyton Manning's documentary on Netflix, Quarterback, which Uh is outstanding if you haven't watched it, I got to take a look at that. Uh, it's in behind the scenes with, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Marcus Mariota, and Kirk Cousins. If, look, Kirk Cousins, the player, he's made a lot of money, and he's a very, very good quarterback. For some reason, we just annihilate this guy for yeah. being substandard. And I don't, I don't know if it's because he has made over $200 million and he's only got one playoff win, and you talk to any Saints fan, they're still screaming <laughs> OPI oh on, on Kyle Rudolph in the back of the end zone. There's mm-hmm. one – Right next door, my mother. That will be the first one to scream OPI. She's not letting that go, is she? Never. By the way, it was not OPI. It was just football. <laughs> don't tell I said that, by the way. <laughs> Giving her yourself. I know you it's are. It's over. I don't blame get, you. Get ready for a fight, coach. <laughs> I don't blame you. But anyway, you. Uh, you look at that defense, and I think that's why also I'll, we're overlooking Minnesota. I love horrible Harry Phillips uh, as a deep tackle coming out of Stanford. Uh-huh. One, of, one of my favorite stories. You know, I mean, the guy had like a double major and everything else, and and just just got just just was a run stopping fool and play had a nice career in Buffalo. He's a good anchor on that defensive line. I right. like the back end with Harrison Smith and Byron Murphy, but you know that front seven just just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, and I get it. I think that's the reason is it's a defense more so than the offense because there is a Justin Jefferson. You've got Jordan Addison. You know that O line is solid. Kirk Cousins is a very very good quarterback, but for some reason we do forget they did win thirteen games last year. What we do remember mm-hmm. is a horrible performance yeah. as a team and a gut-wrenching playoff loss to the New York Giants. Many, that's what yeah. stands out. And that's why we're not talking about the Vikings more. You know why? Because many people look at them as a paper tiger when it comes to what they did last year. Because it's hard to win games in the National Football League, but people are never convinced about the Minnesota Vikings. And unfortunately for them and their fan base, they justify that by losing to the New York Giants 
in that playoff game playing that playoff game at home. And now you move on from a Dalvin Cook, which I, I get it. People don't want to pay running backs. You're not going to pay a running back a certain marker. But when you had a guy like that that averaged over 1,100 yards per season in the last four years, never rushed for less than 4.5 yards a carry, was a main part of the offense along with Justin Jefferson. And then you said, well, we're not going to pay him the, whatever that marker is going to be for Dalvin Cook. So now you put your team even more behind the eight ball, put even more pressure on Kirk Cousins, a, people who, a guy who many people don't feel good about winning a quality game, regular season or the playoffs. I just wonder what the Minnesota Vikings are actually doing. Not saying they dismantled a 13-4 and team, but they might be a 9-10 win team this year. That might be good enough to win the division, but it's not going to make people feel a lot better about their future. Kirk Cousins, whether he's going to be there after 2023 or not. Yeah, and here's the thing. If they only win nine games, but you move on, you survive and advance in the playoffs, I don't care about the regular season. It's like the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Dallas yeah. Cowboys can win yeah. 11, 12 games in the regular season. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we've, it's kind of like the Vikings in 13 wins. Yep. We have all, for some reason, just hiked our leg on Mike McCarthy winning 24 games in his first two years as a head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Why? Because they failed <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't I don't care about the Cowboys' regular season record. What are they going to do when it matters most? That's what I care about. And I think Minnesota fans, or just NFL fans in general, have a similar taste on their palate when it comes to Minnesota. What are they going to do once they get to the postseason with Kirk Cousins at quarterback? And especially, by the way, Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio, ESPNU and ESPN2 and Sirius XM Channel 80. You and I have always talked about this. People try to underscore the fact how hard it is to win football games in the NFL, how hard it is to win playoff games in the NFL. When they see somebody like a Kirk Cousins, they say, you guys are making a lot of noise about a guy that has not been, in their minds, a quality quarterback. His numbers belie that. His numbers go counter to that when it comes to people. But also to what you just said, and it's accurate, when you have fallen short in big games – and especially falling short in playoff games, people don't want to hear 13-4. and four. They don't want to hear that you ran away in a division when Aaron Rodgers played his final year in Green Bay. The Lions really played well towards the end of the regular season. The Bears are still a couple of years away from last year. They may be a year away this year. People look at you and say, hey, Kirk Cousins, you got all that money, and you got a lousy T-shirt and a playoff win to show for it. People don't want to hear that. So Kirk Cousins, I think, has gone about it the right way. And I've, had, I've seen excerpts of the quarterback on Netflix. He's like, look, you're going to criticize me anyway. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm just going to live up to what I feel and be for my teammates. And he's so likable in and that he show, really Freddie. Is. Yeah, it's he, amazing. He's a likable I guy. I pull for the guy now. I really do. Well, it's understand why you would pull for a guy because all Kirk Cousins has done is game the system to make it work for him. He's like, look, you're going to give me this guaranteed money. Tag, I'm it. Tag, exactly. I'm it. Tag him in, tag him in. Absolutely. He's he's not doing anything that anybody would want to do in your line of work. You get more money from your employer and get guaranteed money. But yet, because he hasn't won, people don't want to hear that no matter how much money he's made in the NFL. I mean, again, it goes back to what's the last thing we saw? And we saw Minnesota losing to the Giants. At home as a 13-win team. That's our lasting impression right now. By the way, the odds, Detroit plus 120 to win the division. Minnesota plus 300, but that's a big gap from first to second. Green Bay plus 380. Chicago Bears plus 425. The odds of winning that division. I'm not surprised Detroit is plus 120. I can't wait to see how they handle being the hunted instead of being the hunter. 
because that didn't work well for the Buffalo Bills last year, Ian. Yeah, Freddie, and that's, those are pretty good odds. On Minnesota and yeah. Green Bay, that's worth a flyer because okay. you're getting good value in, in return in a wide-open division if they win it. No doubt about the Ian Fitzsimmons. Hit him on Twitter, Ian Fitz ESPN. I'm Freddie Coleman. Even on Twitter, Coleman ESPN. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. And, boy, the Buffalo Bills are mad at me, you, and Ian Fitzsimmons because of. We'll fill in that blank next. This is ESPN Radio. More next.